Welcome to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. A little later in the show, the guys from this old house will be here again on Detroit Today to talk about the work that they are doing here in the city of Detroit, their series about what is going on in Detroit, the houses that they're working on, starts soon in March, in, actually in April. Uh, so you'll be able to watch the rehab of houses in Russell Woods and some other neighborhoods. But they will be here a little later in the show to talk about what they learned when they were here in Detroit, what they saw when they were here in Detroit, and what they think of our fair city. But first, this week, President Donald Trump declared political war on a faction of his own party, the Freedom Caucus. Trump blames the conservative group for the failure of the Obamacare reform package. And now he says he's going to try to have them replaced in primary elections in 2018. Trump has also said he wants to negotiate with Democrats on future legislation, though House Speaker Paul Ryan has been really resistant to doing that very thing. Here to help me unpack what is going on in the GOP is Nolan Finley, the editorial page editor of the Detroit News. Nolan, welcome to Detroit Today. Morning, Steve. Yeah. So this is your party, man. What's going on? <laughs> well, I wrote before the inauguration that, uh, you know, the all of the people who were saying Trump's going to do this and Trump's going to do that, Republicans are going to change everything, you know, that – very much dependent on whether they he could unite his own party. They've had the majority in Congress, uh, I think, since 2010, right? Yes. And have been able to do very little uh, in terms of passing legislation, even legislation they knew that was going to get vetoed, you know, it's passing legislation and sending it on to the president because they couldn't come together as a party. And I wrote the other day that uh, Republicans are a majority in name only. This is not one party by yeah. any means. Uh, it's at least two parties. And I think <laughs> maybe you know, three now with Trump, well, right? He's I, his own party. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, one thing about Trump in, in, in terms of this, you could say he's a lot of things, but he's not an ideologue. And so he's not a movement conservative like these freedom caucuses, caucus people are. We said that right along during the, the campaign that this is not a conservative and all these conservatives who think he's going to deliver sort of the conservative dream, you know, you need to take a harder look at who he was. He's not a, an ideologue. He's about winning for Trump. Right. And, you know, he, he's not guided by some, these, this ancient, uh, Reaganite, uh, uh, doctrine that the freedom caucus keeps pushing that those folks are, are, all or nothing ideologues in terms of of what they want. So, so what's the what's the path forward look like here? I mean, you have a president, as you point out, who is really more about himself than he is about the party. I would argue he's more about himself than he is about the country, but that's another issue. Uh, he he says he's going to essentially try to primary these folks next year. As the president, does he really have enough political capital to do that? If he does do that does it undermine the does it undermine the party more generally with voters with uh, with its base i mean this kind of internecine war is you know i mean something we're used to seeing from democrats yeah, uh, we've I seen suppose. it before but I, I mean 2018 steve's a long way away and so you know we're still they're still feeling each other out i think he could hurt a few of them in certain states and certain in certain races 
Uh, I think the opportunity here is for Democrats, if they could get over their their hysteria and you know their um, pike at what happened at the election, they could co-opt this guy. I think they could work with him um, and and sort of temper some of the things that are happening in Washington. I don't think Schumer or Pelosi have it in them to do that, but a smart Democratic leader could find a way because because what this guy wants is victories as he defines them sure. and if democrats can deliver them i think he'll be their huckleberry and i think that's what should be worrying republicans uh the most is that you know that he could reach across the aisle that and they'll reach back yeah uh, this is detroit today on 1019 wdet i'm stephen henderson my guest is nolan finley the editorial page editor of the detroit news here on friday which is the day that we call opposite day here in detroit today land where uh, we bring somebody in who sees the world a little differently than I do to talk about. And it's a lot news. better looking. <laughs> well, we're not, not going to get into that argument on the air. <laughs> Maybe on television we can have that discussion. Uh, if you want to join the conversation, uh, talk about Donald Trump uh, declaring war essentially on the Freedom Caucus. Talk about the other things going on inside this administration. Still quite tumultuous, never seeming to gain its footing. Give us a call. 313-577-1019 is the number. That's 313 577 1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page, put your comments there, or you can go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today. We'll try to work your comments into the conversation. Uh, Nolan, I also want to talk about the, the stories in the New York Times and the Washington Post this morning about uh, this this visit that uh, Representative Nunes made to the White House to get these documents. Mm-hmm. It, it's a This is a complicated storyline, and I, I, I am sort of surprised by uh, how much attention people seem to be trying to pay to it. But in the end, it it seems now like Nunes is so compromised and the White House is so compromised for meddling in this House House investigation that, I mean, it's hard to see how you go forward with any credibility in in this review of what happened during this election. Well, and remember, the Senate is also investigating this. and they, Different investigations, They have right. a lot more credibility, I believe, and the leaders of that, Burr and uh, I forgot the uh, Democrat's name, um, are really committed in, to getting to the bottom of things. Notice they've been quiet. They haven't been holding press conference. I would put my stock in in the Senate to figure this thing out and – and in the in the FBI, I mean, remember you've got an FBI investigation right. going, uh, which is much more efficient and far less political, I would hope, than Congress. So it's not like you know we had we've seen in some other situations where the Justice Department was really not investigating, and Congress felt a need to. Uh, I think in this case, you've got a very vigorous investigation going I mean, on. At the Let's same see how time, it plays out. At the same time, you've got an administration that is not. 50 days old at this point and three investigations going into it. It's also not found its footing, as I said, with the ability to get legislation passed. What what does this look like six months from now, do you think? Well, I, and I think that's what we have to wait to see. It is still early. I don't think anybody expected normal. I certainly didn't. Um, uh, you, this, this is playing it's out. It's going to be crazy as, the whole time, you eh, think? It might be. Um, this is playing out pretty much as as you might expect with a uh, somebody who'd never been 
in a governing position before. Um, you know, so I think that's, uh, we wait and see, we play it out and hopefully things get better. But you know, you back to the Freedom Caucus, the Freedom Caucus has been a thorn in the Republican Party side uh, for years now. And I think it is time. I think he's dead right about this. I think it is time somebody stood up to him and said, and said, come to reality. You, you, you know, you're a third maybe of the com- country, maybe less. You're not going to get everything you want. You're not going to run the country. Well, I mean, You've got to learn to compromise. That's, and come- that's one of the problems in, in Congress right now is that every faction yeah. actually believes that it should win the day exactly. far more than, than it is likely to, and that's why nothing gets done. That's exactly let's, right. Let's go to the phones here. Uh, Lisa in Gross Point. Lisa, welcome to Detroit Today. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Um, my question is about an earlier comment from Mr. Finley, and I've been curious about this for some time, and it is this. Why is it that I always hear this, not just from him, the comment that the Democrats are in some state of perceived hysteria due to the results in the election, that we're unhappy that Hillary Clinton didn't win, when in actuality, the Democrat concern or I, I don't like the word hysteria. It's not about the way the election went. It's about policy and yeah, legislation. It's about what has happened. Yeah. And the things that are happening right now. And I'm curious what what his thoughts are or yours around, is that really not perceived that these concerns are valid? Well, or is, I, it, yeah. is, is it an intentional reduction? Well, uh, I, I, yeah, Lisa, I mean, I, I think if you listen to the show, you know that I don't, I don't agree with that. I don't think it's hysteria. I don't think it's unfounded. I think, I mean, you can take down the list of things that are legitimately concerning about this administration, not least of which is the, is the rhetoric that came out of this uh, administration when it was still a campaign. The, the the racist intent that was that was expressed by this president and the people around him, uh, the, the inability to govern now I think is 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 a huge problem. The entanglement with the Russian government w- during the campaign and the the lack of sort of uh, transparency about that. I mean, I I go on for an hour. Uh, I think my my counterpart here likes to likes to poke at uh, at the other side, and and so he says that Dems are being hysterical. But uh, well, and, and as as many of them are, I mean, you look at the number of people saying we are not going we're not going to work with this administration on anything. You've got elements of the party out there saying so. Would if you say you that support that was, the so Republicans example, who refused to work with Obama for eight years? You would you describe them as hysterical? I think they came into office with a great deal of hysteria at the time of Obama okay. Okay. and res- resentment. I think it's more. So there intense. you go. I think it's much Fair more intense there. this time. But you've got people saying if you if you support. Uh, Anything this administration wants to do, you're going to have a primary. Let's not forget that uh, Democrats are being threatened with primaries, too, if they cooperate with the administration. And I've thought from I've been saying for weeks that there's no hierarchy of of hysteria out here. Everything is, (laughs) you know, know, if everything's a scandal, nothing's a scandal, as as Tom Bevan wrote. It's just, you know. We're losing our minds over everything. Yeah, let's and, take another quick call here before we have to uh, before we have to break. Vincent in Hamtramck, welcome to Detroit today. Hey, yeah, thank you for taking my call. Yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah, I just want to push back on the idea that Trump wants to win. Um, if he wanted to win, I feel like he'd take policy issues a lot more seriously. He'd take intelligence briefings a lot more seriously. He would not tweet at you know whatever hour in the night. 
Um, I feel like if he really wants to win for the country, he'd be focusing a lot more on how government actually works yeah. and less about how his image is portrayed. Well, that's that's uh, what we need whatnot. him to Yeah, Vincent, great, great comment. Uh, that's what we need him to do is focus on learning the job. And I don't I don't know that he's either interested in doing that or or focused on it. But uh, I guess we'll have to see over the next months if if he settles into the job. All right, Nolan Finley, editorial page editor of the Detroit News. As always, thanks for being here on Detroit Today. Always good to be with you, Steve. Absolutely. All right, up next, uh, the former First Lady of Haiti is here in Detroit. She's going to join us in studio to talk about that country and talk about Maxine Waters, who she is speaking with at the Charles H. Wright Museum. Stay with us on Detroit Today. 